is here. The champ is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy Champ, and this is the Champ is Here show. Hey, everybody. This is Six. How are you? And it's your boy, Mr. Longchamp here, co-hosting. Co-hosting. And uh, today we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, uh, Kojo Mensa. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having Welcome. me. Thank you. <laughs> What's going on, Kojo? How you feeling today? Man, I'm good. I'm good. How you guys feeling? I'm feeling amazing, sensational. Um, good. I'm glad to have you. Um, before we start, I just want to um, basically, you know, Thank the viewers, you know, for watching and supporting. Thank you. And um, so is there anything, Gabe, you, you want to say in six? Nah, bro, we can, get, we can get jump right into it. Yeah, we can do it. So, Kojo, so um, basically, um, I just, I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, me knowing you, um, I know that you have been a pillar in the community. You know what I mean? A person that gives back and stuff like that. So I know that you have a foundation. Can you can you talk on on, on that? Oh yeah, uh, foundation is called Kosa Foundation. Basically, we use my first and last name. We kind of put it together, so that's why it's K O S A H. So if you see my name say Kojo Mensa, you'll realize it's the first two letters and the last three of the my last name. So um, we started that because basically when I was playing overseas, I would come back and kind of like, you know, just check out the course of where we used to play, just kind of check out the community, what was going on. And things seemed to just started like deteriorating, going down, courts started to be running down. I'm just saying, this is not what it used to be. So, right. you know, we were trying to come up with an organic way of bringing everyone together and then implementing the ideas for later on. So um, we started a foundation, Coastal Foundation, 2014. But then we used the Springboard Coastal Foundation, we came up with something called Canarsie Day. So basically, it's going to be a day of like vendors, you know, uh, people that are doing things that are from Canarsie, bring them back in, basketball games, um, giveaways. Um, so we did that to get everyone back in. So while giving getting everyone back in, we're able to use that to push out, like I said, the agendas and ideas going on. And that's it's just been it kicked off right away. Um, in 2014, we weren't sure how many people would show up, but honestly, we were nervous when we first started in the morning. We were there like 10, 11 o'clock. Right. Like no one is coming, you know. They got the kids' game going on. All you have is the kids and their parents. We like, okay, look, we tried, but then by one o'clock, I mean, we might have had about two thousand people out there. So once we saw that, we realized we were doing something that needs to be done. So that that's kind of how we springboarded everything community-wise to be able to help kids with you know through basketball, through school, um, financial education, and everything like that. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, the Costa Foundation. So. Basically, is there, there, I, I know that there's more to it as far as mm -hmm. um, career development. Can you can you talk about those things? I know there's career development uh, for the youth. There's a mentorship and a scholastic program. Can you can you dive a little deep on those things too? Oh, for sure. So basically, what happened again? Like we're doing it through sports because I realized like my initial uh, career was through sports. So what I wanted to tackle was a lot of people want to play let's say basketball, for instance, but not everyone's going to make it to the NBA. So we have to realize that, you know, how do we give them, you know, life goals or attach them to certain people or even give them the right resources that take basketball or whatever they learn through the sport and help them excel in life. So what we're doing now is we're, we're, we're creating these after-school programs and mentor programs within these community centers of, of through tech, through real estate, through through uh, stock changes, through, through 
being a teacher through being a, a trainer themselves. So we've now partnered up with a lot of experts who are now going to be teaching these classes once things open back up, because that was a plan in 2020, but because of COVID, we weren't able to do that. But that's what we're going to do moving forward. And we're going to start that every week. We're going to have different classes every day of the week. Once we start and pick a location that that's is open and willing to because of the pandemic, whatever rules they're going by, but that's the direction of that. As far as the scholastic part, we want to become a part of FAFSA, so we want to have also a scholarship fund. Mm. So with the scholarship yeah. fund is like, so you know, our kids go to school and they play, and they may get partial scholarships, right? So when you get a partial scholarship, it's kind of hard to kind of find the rest of that money. So we want to we want to be that part that fills that in. So you know, we fill it out the same way. You know, you got to of course there's going to be be rules to it. You know, you got to have certain grade points. You you also have to be part of some mentorship program or do some internship to be able to get the scholarship. To whatever school that you got in that partial scholarship to, because the kid may get a partial scholarship to Georgetown, but you know Georgetown is expensive. But with us, if you pass it and you, you're able to get that scholarship, you can now go to Georgetown and fulfill your dream going there. That's pretty interesting. And let me ask you, Kojo, it seems like you have so many great things happening for the community, which is amazing. And what motivated you to start some? such a program for these people? What pushed you towards this direction? I mean, I kind of looked at it the way, like, you know, there's a saying, like, you kind of do what you do as what you would want to see happen in the world. And because I know I didn't get that, I'm like, okay, just because I didn't get it doesn't mean that we can't start it. And then it would be a domino effect trickling out to everyone else. So we're basically just doing the thing that I realized that we didn't have, an opportunity we didn't have, and it's kind of opening that door and kind of bringing people along as we go, because we realize it's a necessity. You know, a lot of people don't talk about it, or they may be in certain areas where these resources aren't there. So we just wanted to be that pioneer of that. That's amazing. That's pretty cool, because I know that there's a lot of children out there that definitely uh, would benefit, you know, in other areas besides, you know, the communities that you are helping from such endeavors. So that's pretty cool. So kudos to you for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, 100%, 100%. And um, Kojo, I know that you are a person of many hats. I will also want to talk about your, your 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 business, especially your family business. I know that you have a clothing store. Can you can you dive a little deeper on that? Oh uh, yeah. So it started with my my father. My father started about fifteen years ago. Um, again, he had the idea of kind of okay going. You know, there's, there's areas where. But they, they, the, the income coming in, they, they're not able to afford the high-end clothing. So he, in his mind, he's like, how do we bring that high-end clothing to these areas at a discounted price? So he was able to find out the information and become a merchant through like Macy's, Bloomingdale's, and Nordstrom to where they sending him, they're sending him, you know, material that he's able to sell at a wholesale price, you know, kind of cutting the middleman out, you know, mm-hmm. instead of going. So once he started that, he started as a small shop about 15 years ago and it just grew. And then as it grew, you know, we, I kind of came into it later as I started playing and coming back home to kind of jump into it as he started getting tired and saying he needs to retire and things of that sort. So, you know, we kind of wanted to keep that going without just letting that go. So we have we have a new location now on uh, in, on Flatbush, but it's on Glenwood and East 31st Street. So we'll be opening a new location now. Okay. That's fire. That's fire. Yeah. I know. Um, so do, do you guys sell, like, clothing? You know, I would love mm-hmm. to get some, like, yeah, suits and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, men and women, men and women clothing from from suits down to sneakers, down to wow. boots, down to t-shirts, shorts, anything. From you, you're looking for gowns as far as for women. If you're looking for a business um, suit, or if you're looking for jackets, we have every brand, all brands. 
That's dope. That's dope. I didn't That's know that. <laughs> I, really didn't know. I was gonna say I didn't yeah. even know he had any. That your family had any? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. It used to be on uh, Glenwood. No, the first location was on Church Avenue and Ch Church in Utica. Then from Church in Utica, I went to Flat Flatbush and Forsyth, and then then to Glenwood and Flatbush, and now it's on on North Street and Thirty First. Nice. Slip us the details, cause no problem, no problem, no problem. Yeah, no, come by. Trust me, it surprises a lot of people when they come by. So yeah, come by. Definitely, that's amazing. Definitely, that is amazing. That is amazing. And uh, Koja, so are there uh, investments? You know, what are you? What are you uh, basically involved in? I know you got a spot downtown Brooklyn, and uh, can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah, so the friend of mine who um he started he started it first, you know, it's a it's a lounge downtown Brooklyn. Um, he also he had the lounge and the restaurant next door called Alberta's, but he let that part go. So then you know he went into the lounge part, and we were friends through like you know my father's he was more closer to my father's friends, but then we got close to each other because he started you know speaking about things that I was I was into, and it kind of brought me in. You know, he brought me in and asked me if this is something I'd be interested in because I've always wanted to have something like that because that's kind of what. We do on a daily basis anyway. Right. And we're going somewhere, either to a lounge or some restaurant to eat or whatever. So it only makes sense to just, you know, like get something that's, that's considered your own. So, um, you know, he, in January, you know, we kind of made it official. So yeah, we're down there. It's on 333 Flatbush Avenue, uh, about two blocks away from the Barclay Center. So it's right where the, the, the new Sweet Chick is at on Flatbush. We're literally on that same block there. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward to because Friday we get to open up again. So we're actually excited about that. Yeah, I remember, I remember passing by there um, real quick and um, it, it looked dope. You had the palm trees, but the palm trees were kind of like <laughs> fire. Like it was a heating lamp. <laughs> it was a heating lamp. I think lamp. I've yeah, been yeah. by there. I think yeah, I, yeah. I remember okay. when it first started getting cold, I was in that area. And I, I was, I think I was out there, and I don't think we could get a seat. It was packed. It was, it, was it, it gets, yeah, it gets, it gets a little busy. Then that's what I mean. It was like kind of COVID, so you know. I was gonna say before before, before COVID, I can definitely tell you, uh, just from my own experiences of going there, that yeah, it's a vibe. Definitely. Uh, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a vibe. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fire. It is a vibe. It is a vibe. No, that's lit. So basically, so that investment. So are you involved anything? Because I know that you be with um DJ Tunes a little bit. So is that was there any involvement with that, or was it just all you, or is he? As far as for this one, it it kind of it meshed because we were doing things. Okay, so basically because you know we were doing things with Tunes, um, and for the the event the event side and they, he was he was coming out he was seeing what was going on we did a couple things there so that kind of like springboarded the relationship so as we continue to do things and he's seeing how we were getting them done and he just kind of liked how we handled you know the business side of everything you know that's how that opened up and as far as bt group of tunes yeah i'm i handle a lot of like the when it comes to like the booking side and like the branding side i'm on that side of it when it comes to tunes okay so you're, you're branding okay so like a brand ambassador kind of and uh, just kind of yeah that's kind of what I went to school for too so that's why I kind of just kind of went into that with them oh that's dope nice. that's lit yeah. that's lit that's lit um is there any other questions that you got from Gabe or Six I do actually I, I would like to know um you've accomplished so much so far where do you see 
yourself or your, you know, what your goals are? What do you see your goals in like the next, you know, three, five years? Honestly, just continue to push what we got going on. I mean, I want to partner with people. I mean, there's so much like, I feel like, I feel like I'm just getting started, honestly. Mm. You know, um, just me and people, I feel like I'm getting my, my feet wet. I'm taking the bumps and bruises now, but, you know, just, just not even just, it's kind of opening the door for not even just myself, but just people. I want to partner with people. I want to help people. I want to be able to be, you know, a resource that, that you know, we don't have to. As we're looking at the world today, we realize that like ownership and freedom is what we need. And I really want to be a part of like that, that uh, that generation that kind of like, you know, does away with all of the old mentality and habits that our parents, you know, first came in. And, you know, we have to work hand and feet to, to, to make a living and things like that. So, and just kind of kill all of that and just be like, we have our own thing. You know, we kind of set in our own way. We're kind of our own, you know, uh, voyagers now and we can do what we want to do, how we want to do it and not always have to feel the need to get a handout from anyone. I feel I want, and that's where I really want to, I want to have that freedom. So I was jumping into businesses and understanding what investing is and understanding what tech is and understanding what stocks are and, cryptocurrency like these things i feel like are so foreign to our parents but it needs to be something that we know with the back of our hands so that's i want to be a part of that you know i don't i don't want us to to feel like you know we had our time and it just went past us and now we have to wait for another generation so i'm i'm just trying to get my hands on whatever i can when i can and yeah yeah, I can hear the passion in your voice about helping your community so that's pretty dope yeah, get, get to accomplish great things yeah, he's an yeah. entrepreneur, investor, super philanthropist. That's what well, I, like, I like that. I like that. I like that title. That's a big title. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yo, what, one question. Go ahead, Go ahead, Go ahead, Gabe. I was going to say, I guess this might be like the last question as far as like Kevin just ma ma mentioning all these different titles because we know you wear so many hats. Like, what do you, you know, what do you, what do successful people do like on, on their free time, do you still ball? You know, you mentioned you mentioned free time, like free time is early in the morning. I just go to the gym and try to get it in. That's <laughs> yeah. I gotta get up early. Like, that's really free time. Like, I honestly don't. And be honest with you, I don't feel busy because it's everything I like. I like to do it, so I don't necessarily feel busy. I mean, like I'm with like friends and we're coming up with ideas and we're doing things. So I don't feel like. I'm like busy like I feel like I'm just it's fun like I don't necessarily feel that way like you know what I mean I don't even feel like I've touched that level of success the way I was like no I'm just I'm having fun like I want to get to that level of success where we're not doing anything but again I just feel like we're having fun right now and I'm just enjoying and just kind of like taking risks honestly oh okay yeah I like that taking risks taking risks oh and also let's not forget my man Kojo played professional basketball. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So yeah, can, can yeah. you tell us real quick, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like what was your like experience going? I know you played, but you go ahead. Go ahead, you tell us. Uh, what do you want me to start from? No, I mean, I know you played overseas, correct? Like you played yeah. basketball so overseas. Starting, starting from like where, where he went to college to, to overseas. Oh, um, I went to, I went to Duquesne. Um, I played there, but, you know, I left, I ended up leaving school early because of, you know, we had the whole school shooting and things that I saw there. So we were dealing with a lot of just political issues there. So we, I left from there, you know, we entered the draft early, but I ended up getting hurt in the draft early. So I was out for about a year or two rehabbing with that and then ended up playing overseas. So 
played in like several countries from Germany to Venezuela, Puerto Rico. I played in Brazil for a while. I played in Portugal for a year or two. But I finished up the majority of my career the last five years was in Brazil. Okay, wow. And how, how was it in different <laughs> countries as compared? Because you've been in different countries, so you can compare it to the United States. How was it different? Like, were things similar in their countries, but different over here? Was it similar? Can you just really quick? What was your take on it's that? Hard to compare, it's hard to compare other countries to the U.S. because it's other countries have a particular culture and everyone sticks to that. Like, you know, here in the U.S., there's so many different cultures. So you you can go to New York, you go to Texas, you go to Cali, you're going to get a whole different understanding of the U.S. But when you're in Brazil, everyone, the same, it's the same music, the same food, the same dancing, same clothing. It's That's their culture. And then I think going to different countries also helped me understanding the philanthropy side about it, wanting to help because you're seeing, we think people are struggling here, but we don't understand what struggle is in these other countries and what they really need and things of that sort. So that kind of made me realize like, okay, yeah, we're doing all these things and we're having fun and, you know, this is cool, but there's so much more that we can be doing and we need to take what we're getting and just kind of help other people with it too. Dope, 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 dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, everything, like, I appreciate you for you you coming out spending time with us giving us a little insight in what you do and you know how we can help oh, and you. you know help our community so i really do appreciate that you have a great mindset i believe that you will be, you know reach you know all your goals and whatnot and i, I learned a lot tonight also so basically so do you have any um where can we if, if anyone's looking for you where can they find you um, Instagram. Um, my Instagram is Mr. Mensa, M-R-M-E-N-S-A-H. Um, and if you want to follow also the foundation, it's K-O-S-A-H dot foundation. Um, so everything we put there, you know, we're revamping the website for the foundation and everything soon. So we're talking to the team and putting everything together. We're going to be coming out with merch for it and everything like that. So we really want people to follow what we got going on. And uh, yeah, we're excited about the future. That's dope. That's, That's amazing. Dope. That is amazing. Real quick, were you part of the Grammy family? I was. That was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. right? Nah, the Gra- yeah. nah, you guys yeah. had it lit for a minute. <laughs> I remember that. Those you are the backyard got- parties, yeah. Yeah. No, it was everywhere. You know, it, I would see you guys on, 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 on promotions in the city sometimes, in the hood. You know, in different neighborhoods, Prospect Park, everything. I'm like, yo, these guys are everywhere. You know what I, I mean? I can't take too much credit for that one because I because that was when I was like in school and leaving. So a lot of the other guys were really going hard with that. So I got to give more credit to the other guys that were um, really like in the forefront of the Grammy family when they really did their thing with it. Like guys like Bruce, Jeffrey Anderson. You know, they, they were really in the front of it. Floyd, uh, Shahid, Terry, like, uh, oh, Tristan, excuse me, um, and Jonathan. They were really the guys like, going hard with it so they, they, they i gotta give them more the credit for that one yeah man no you guys had it lit i'm not gonna lie to you. i'm not <laughs> gonna lie <laughs> you know but those are that's the party days you know that's definitely behind us but um kojo thank you for coming out uh appreciate you um is there gabe six do you guys have any shout outs go ahead gabe uh Shout out BT Group. Shout out to you, Kojo, for pulling up. Appreciate it. Um, of course, shout out to this, you know, to our listeners, to viewers, uh, to everybody, Spotify, YouTube. Appreciate you guys. And then, you know, 
Anything else you guys want to ask, leave a comment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you guys have any questions, definitely ask them in the comments. We'll try to get those questions answered. And personally, I feel like we need to just ask the audience about what they, what have they, do they have any thoughts or any, um, have they come to any conclusion of how they're going to help their community? Because I know that, you know, we have Hojo helping his community in one way, but if you have any talents that you feel like your community can benefit from, like Kojo mentioned earlier, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. So what are your plans in order to implement, you know, that change in your community? So just let us know if you have any plans on any changes. We would definitely love to read upon that. Maybe you can even uh, be interviewed on the show with us and, you know, see what happens. Talk to okay. you about that. Okay. Okay. That's dope. That's fine. Yeah. And um, last but not least, I want to just give a you know a few shout outs. Um, Brooklyn Cove uh, Yacht Club. We got really big things going on, but I can't let you know that right now. But it's gonna be lit in the summertime. It's gonna be lit. Brooklyn Cove Yacht Club. Follow us at Brooklyn underscore Cove underscore Yacht underscore club uh also um moving keys because we are moving keys um yeah so check us out on that page you know the real estate page um i'm hyped oh. at the new signs today you know what i mean yeah yeah and um also you know long champ success um leave realty group um those are two of our uh, property management groups and um champ is here show you know, yeah. so, um, and guys, please do not forget to hit that like and subscribe button.